f1paddock.biz, this is your F1 News Flash. For the 17th of December, on this extended F1 News Flash, we'll be hearing from Dark Knight and real-life Mr. Burns, Bernie Ecclestone. We'll also hear from Red Bull designer Adrian Newey. Has he let slip about troubles the team are having developing their car next year? The latest F1 odds are on the way, and in the week when IndyCar published the results of their crash investigation that killed Dan Weldon, we'll have a moving tribute later on. But first, here's the latest F1 news. F1 News Flash. Force India have finally announced what we've known now for days, that Paul De Resta and Nico Hulkenberg will race for them in 2012. In a statement released eventually by the team, Principal Vijay Malia says, I'm delighted to present Paul and Nico. We have two extremely talented drivers with tremendous potential. Our new lineup means we say goodbye to Adrian Sutil, who has been with the team since we entered the sport and has been an integral part of our success over the past four years, and we wish him well for the future. Also in the statement, Paul DiResta said, I'm really looking forward to the second season in Formula One. I've said all along that I love being part of the team. And Nico Hulkenberg said, It wasn't easy to watch from the sidelines last year, but I did my best to help the team and show what I was capable of, and I'm extremely motivated for 2012 and would like to thank everyone for believing in me and giving me this chance. Well, to read the entire statement by Force India and to find out the possible reasons why it took so long for them to announce what we all knew days ago, check out our website f1paddock.biz In a rare TV interview with Sir David Frost on Al Jazeera, Bernie Ecclestone talks in depth about his love life, his wealth and the future of Formula One. Here's what he had to say when asked if F1 could have more than 20 races on the calendar in the future. Um, we could. We you have could. enough countries waiting. Yeah. But I think we have to stop now because uh, it's difficult for people that work in Formula One or the travelling that they never see their family. It, it, that's the big problem. He also talked about the Turkish Grand Prix and other races that we'll see on the calendar soon. It's a pity we've lost that because I've got, uh, you know, I think Turkey's one of those countries that's going to really move on in the world and that's why I went there in the first place. Mm. I've got a lot of admiration for the person that's running Turkey now and right. what, what he's been doing generally. So we see about Turkey, but we're going to be in Russia in 2014, right. South Africa, probably in 2013 even. America, we're going to be in New York. And Bernie was asked why F1 isn't popular in the USA. Well, we've been there for years, years ago, and it's a little bit like the rest of America. They want to see a profit before they start something, and it's not easy to do that. But do you think in 10 years' time, Formula One will be big in America? No. No? No, because, uh, you know, we've got maximum two races in America. And it's a, when you consider the countries as big as Europe, we've got sort of 10 races in Europe. So it's, it's difficult. If we had a lot more races there and a lot more television, it would be okay. In this very candid six-minute interview with Al Jazeera, he also talks how he was able to build up the F1 empire over the years he's been in control, specifically the deal that he struck with teams, whereby the teams get 25% and Bernie gets 75% of all the revenues. He was asked how he pulled off amazing deals like that. I've been lucky. I can't look at you. I've been very lucky. Right. And, um, no, I think the product we've got and the way that we try and present it is good for people. You know, really, I can't even think when people walk away from us and say, we don't want to deal with you anymore. I can travel the world on a handshake. 
when we deal with anyone, we explain to them what the percentage of making money or losing money is, so they know exactly where they are at the beginning. Sir David also asked him what else he'd like to achieve in his life. What would I like to achieve? I'd like to achieve that I live a bit longer. Will you ever, will you ever be able to spend all the money you made? Um, probably, really? if I put my mind to it. I don't want to. No. <laughs> but you, no, you, money, I think generally money isn't the sort of thing that motivates reasonably lucky or successful business people. It's just a means of keeping score. And I'm sure the teams will find this next part interesting as they constantly try to uh, negotiate a better deal and more of the TV money for themselves. Bernie was asked if he's lost count of how much money he's got in his bank account. No, it's not a case of losing count. I'm not interested. As long as I've got enough to do what I want to do, which is not a lot of things. I mean, I've got a luxury of lucky having an aeroplane, which I use for business, because yeah. I can travel to two or three countries in a day, which I couldn't do normally. And things like that, but otherwise... And you, may, you may have another wedding to finance or something like that. <laughs> Actually, the last one wasn't financed by me. It was financed by my ex-wife. The full six-minute interview with Sir David Frost and Bernie Eccleston can be found right now on Al Jazeera, Sky Channel 514, and online at aljazeera.com. F1 Paddock. Top of the pops to your kids. Here's the chart cat dad for this week. It's Jensen Button in at number three with We Are the Champions. The Red Bull Racing Choir is straight in at number two with Big Bad Wolf. And it's a non mover at number one for Mark Webber with I'm a Canberra Milk Kid. Number one. I, 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 I'm a Canberra Milk Kid. From the time that I was old enough, my mum would pour a great big cup. Then I've been drinking, it keeps the mind a-thinking Wherever I am, wherever I roam The thing that always brings me home Is the taste that I've been missing The Canberra milk tradition And that's why I keep coming back To proudly wear my milk moustache Cos I, 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 I'm a Canberra milk kid This is F1Paddock.biz now, Red Bull designer Adrian Newey may have let something slip about the development of their 2012 car. In October, when asked by Sky Sports on a video on their website, which can be found right now, he was asked if the new car would be more of an evolution or a revolution. Evolution or revolution, it's, it's the usual thing, to be perfectly honest. Um, it's very much an evolution of, of the lineage which started with the 2009 car, the, the RB5, and the two previous cars have been a development of that. Uh, no huge regulation changes and a reasonably competitive car this year, so we're able to keep evolving it. But only the other day, when Red Bull were doing a demonstration run in its hometown of Milton Keynes, Adrian Yu was asked again how the development of the new car is going. We've got to go back literally to the drawing board and try and think, OK, with that taken away, how do we re-optimise the car? So could that just be a little slip there by Adrian Newey? Is the development not going ahead as planned? Have they stumbled across a, uh, an FIA directive, which means that they've had to scrap all their plans? Well, we'll find out at the first race in March. Should be interesting.
If you fancy seeing the very first US Grand Prix in Austin, Texas next year, head on over to our website. Put your name down to be the first to get some early bird tickets for next year's Star Spangled race. F1paddock.biz slash F1 tickets is the place to go. All right, answer this. Mika Hakkinen spun off the track whilst leading the Grand Prix and was photoed crying his eyes out like a little baby afterwards. What track was it? What year was it? The answer? 1999, Monza. If you're thinking about having a bet on the outcome of the 2012 World Championship, you might want to have a listen to this before you do. Uh, Sebastian Vettel, two-time world champion, obviously favourites to win again this year. Fernando Alonso and Lewis Hamilton, both on the same odds at the moment. Jensen Button's an interesting one. According to Bet365, he's priced at 7.5. And it might be worth having a little bet on Kimi Raikkonen. He's priced further out than Nico Rosberg, who's never even won a race. The teams, well, Red Bull obviously favourite to win once again. McLaren just behind them with uh, very favourable odds in fact and Ferrari way out in third place on 7.0 if you want to take a look at all the latest most up to date Formula 1 odds then check out our website f1paddock.biz slash f1bets the winter season is here happy holidays from f1paddock.biz before the new season starts, I'll be publishing the very latest F1 breaking news and hottest driver gossip and delivering it straight to your iPod and online. In the meantime, check out our cool new website, f1paddock.biz. We've got F1 tickets for 2012. Have a bet on the champion with our F1 odds or just check out some sexy F1 grid girl or paddock boy galleries. Don't forget to retweet, share and link it to all your F1 mates. Hi, I'm Heike Kovalainen. Merry Christmas to you all and a Happy New Year. Hi, I'm Nico Rosberg. Hi, this is Sebastian Vettel. I'm Jaime Algarsuari. Hey, I'm Jensen Button. Hi, I am Jarno Trulli. I want to wish you Merry Christmas to everyone and a Happy New Year. Isod IndyCar Series driver and current Indianapolis 500 champion Dan Weldon, and I'm going to be competing for five million dollars. Guys, it's going to be fun. Tune in. In only his second race of the year and the final round of the season, Dan Weldon agreed to race from the back of the field for a special prize of five million dollars. We know now what happened on that day. The results of the official investigation into the crash were released this week by IndyCar. It confirmed Dan suffered unsurvivable head injuries. He died instantly. And though he never raced in Formula One, he spent much of his early career in karts, racing and beating Jensen Button and Anthony Davidson. 
of all the beautiful and desperately tragic things that happened in World Motorsport in 2011, the most emotional moment for me will be when Dan Weldon passed J.R. Hildebrand on the final turn of the final lap at the Indianapolis 500 to take the chequered flag and one of the most dramatic, sensational victories of all time. That moment is made even more emotional to watch now since his sad death at what would have been only his second race of the entire year. We will never forget the Englishman, husband, father, racer, winner, champion, Dan Weldon.